1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive.
3: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports
2: Radio. Albert Breer joins us on the program, of course. Senior NFL reporter for the Monday Morning Quarterback. Uh, How big a topic uh, was Mike Tomlin at the owners' meeting? (laughs)
4: I mean, it was interesting hearing it, and you guys really kicked the hornet's nest there, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, you know, like what's interesting about it, though, to me, Dan, and I and I think that there's a, there's a rhyme and reason behind this. Um, I, I don't think people realize Mike Tomlin now has been in Pittsburgh for as long as Bill Cowher was, and it seems like that's flown by, but it's true. He's at 15 years, that's how long Cowher was there. And so, you know, I think that there's just a natural thing where, people are going to start asking the question, is there going to be a next phase of his career? Which I'm sure is how the thought came up with the USC people. And I can tell you, I can tell you that like when I was asking around a couple weeks ago about the Raiders job um, after John Gruden resigned, there were like, would the Raiders load up and make a huge run at Mike Tomlin to restore their credibility? And it actually makes some sense, right? Like, cause you think how long these guys generally stay in these jobs and I mean fifteen years is a long time, so um, I understand like why Tomlin had to do what he did and why he had to say what he said, um, but like I think you know it's just at a natural point now where he's been there for fifteen years. The quarterback's probably going to be gone after next year. There are big questions going forward if you're another team or like one of these big time college programs, and you and I both know there are a handful of them that are as good as any NFL job, you know, no matter how NFL coaches want to talk about there are a number of those that Have as many pluses as NFL jobs do. um, There's, I, I mean, you'd be doing yourself a disservice not to ask those questions when you're talking about your job. Doesn't mean it's going to progress anywhere, but if you're not thinking of ideas like that, if you're one of those programs or one of those NFL teams that have openings, then you're not doing your job. You should be asking those questions. Again, doesn't mean he has any interest, doesn't mean it goes anywhere, but that's the way a program like USC should be thinking.
2: Yeah, and you know when he says that, you know there's not a blank check big enough by a booster. Well, there probably is. He makes eight million dollars with the Steelers, and if somebody really wanted him, then they could you know give him twelve, fifteen million dollars a year if they wanted to. But look, I would never leave the Steelers. Uh, if but I don't know Mike Tomlin, so I don't know what what drives him. But he shouldn't be offended. And you shouldn't bring Sean Payton and Andy Reid into the equation because Carson Palmer didn't mention those coaches there.
4: Right, right. I mean, it's, like I said, like I think it was sort of taken as, like, it was, it's like a, like a game of telephone, right? Like, it's like, it like starts as one thing, and then by the time it gets to the other party, it's something else entirely. Yeah. And, I mean, it almost sounded like by the time it got got to Tomlin, it went from, USC would have discussed this as like kind of a concept or an idea to Mike Tomlin could actually do this. You know what I mean? Like, and it kind of like felt like that's how he received the message, which I mean, I think is, I mean, that, that, that's the explanation to why he would take offense to it. Um, I can't imagine his name being on a list and like, hey, let's just take a swing at this and see what happens. I don't know why that would be all that offensive at all.
2: Yeah. You know, James Franklin's name for USC and LSU. Now, that to me is legitimate. Mike Tomlin, I don't think he has yeah. any interest in doing that. All right. Uh, I kind of gave the framework for what I'm told on Deshaun Watson, that we knew that they yeah. could come up with the framework for the trade itself. It's the legal framework. What, right. do, you, what do you think the chances are that Watson is traded by next Tuesday?
4: Well, so Miami's been in contact with him. Carolina actually talked to him this week for the first time in a couple of months. Um, and I, I, like, I think Carolina is sort of still monitoring it. Um, Denver and Philly have been monitoring it. They're less involved right now. So, um, yeah, I think for everybody, it's the same thing. It's like, what's going to happen with this league situation? And, you know, I, it's interesting because, like the way you laid it out, right? Like, and it's true. Like, and i no reason to doubt John McClain, But if you know the owner in Miami, who I've been told has some trepidation over the idea of this, um, if the owner in Miami is saying we need this thing settled and we need clarity on what's going to happen legally and with the league yeah. you know, over the next six days, I mean, Dan, how much leverage would that give? I mean, like, like, like Watson would not be able to do it, like any, like, and I don't want to like, I don't want to diminish the accusations or anything, Like, how much leverage would that give the accusers? You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I mean, like, I just, mm. I don't see a scenario where everything gets settled in the next six days. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it just seems unrealistic to me. And I like, it's just, it, it, Watson's come this far and not wanted to settle those cases. Like would the would be being would being on the precipice of a trade push him to do a deal that he's, you know, I, I mean basically refused to do over the course of the last six months. It seems unrealistic.
2: Yeah, you bring up a great point. I didn't think of that. If I'm one of the accusers and then he's traded, uh, you know, are you gonna you know, now it feels like we have more leverage on you for you to settle right. and on our terms as opposed to yours, but You know, if I'm Stephen Ross, will the the commissioner tell him what the punishment's going to be? And if I'm Stephen Ross, can I ask Deshaun Watson to settle these cases? And then I'll make the trade for you.
4: And, I mean, yeah, you can. I I think the, the hard thing, again, is like the league has been, despite what Roger said yesterday, the league has been very vague with the teams about what would happen if he was traded. And... Um, you know, what would happen if they put him back in the field and how a suspension would work. And I think the league's been intentionally big on that, Dan. I think the reason why they've been intentionally big is because I think they've got the situation right now where they want it, where they don't have to act yeah. because he's not on the field. And the Texans are essentially doing the league a solid because, again, the league doesn't have to act, but he's not in the public eye. And so this doesn't get discussed on the Sunday morning shows. This isn't a weekly topic there are protesters outside of a stadium. If he gets traded and goes back on the field, the dynamic changes altogether. And so, you know, I think that piece of it, I, I, that piece of it is, a, I, I know when for, for some teams that were involved, has like cooled some interest there. And um, and yeah, I mean, like I just, it's just really, really hard for me to see where there's going to be a whole lot more clarity legally or from the league in the next six days.
2: The uh, Washington football team, that investigation, the commissioner basically saying there's nothing to see here. Let's move on. Um, it, you know, how does this go to the next step where they actually have some of this investigation revealed publicly?
4: I mean, I, I like the history tells us it's not going to be revealed. I mean, like I, I, hate, you know, I, I, like I, my, my experience here has sort of taught me to be a skeptic and I mean, I, like, and you can look at it. Look at the history, right? Like so, Tom Brady deflated footballs. 250-page report. You can Google it. It's right there on the internet. Um, you know, she Incognito bullying and in the law. I mean, like basically a middle middle school situation, right? And I mean, like 150-page report. Federal investigators conducting these reports. You can find them on the internet. Ray Rice, the domestic violence um, situation. That was obviously way more serious than Incognito or Brady, but that 100-page report. Uh, you know, and uh, like, now try to find anything on Jerry Richardson. Try to find anything coming from the league on Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft. Like, it just doesn't happen, you know? And so, I think this is the way the league's always conducted business when it comes to owners. And, you know, I think anything they've said about owners being held to a higher standard than players, you know, it rings hollow when you actually look at the facts. And my guess is they're going to just keep kicking the can down the road and hoping that people lose interest in our story. Um, it's just, I mean, like like I said, like, I think if you're another owner, like I would think that you would look at this and say, you need to at least like you know, have some transparency on this. And this is reflecting poorly on all of us. I think the issue is that no owner wants the precedence out of you know, the league being able to take anyone's team away. Yeah. Their owners have skeletons in their closet. And so, you know, I, I, I think this is probably going to remain where it is right now. Um, And nothing the commissioner said yesterday would change my mind on that.
2: I know you have a busy day. Thanks for joining us on short notice, Albert. We appreciate it. You got it, Dan. Anytime. That's Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock Act. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express, employment, professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck.
1: If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
5: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope.
4: Matt Amodio with $43,800. Did you say duck-billed platypus? Yes, you did. And what was your wager? $7,000. For a total of $50,800, you are our Jeopardy! champion, Matt, with a 38-day total of $1,518,601. What a fantastic week. Well played.
0: Congratulations.
2: And uh, Matt joins us now, 38 consecutive wins, and you won uh, over $1.5 million. What's the number one question you get on the street, Matt?
6: Ooh, uh, I get a lot of who was your favorite host, because I just saw so many. And who was your favorite host? And I give a terrible answer every time. They're all my favorite. Can't have favorites.
2: But the difference in the host, and how does that affect how you play the game?
6: Yeah, you know, it's actually not as big of a factor as I expected because there's so much that's the same. Uh, the one person is on the camera, but there are a lot of people floating around in the background on stage, and it really feels similar no matter who's up there. How nervous were you? Extremely. I'm also kind of nervous right now. Yeah, uh, shaking a little bit. I, I don't perform that well necessarily,
2: but but you have to perform, and you got to be quick, and you got to be you have clarity. And I mean, it's people don't understand. Like it's you're up there on stage, two other people trying to buzz in. You're trying to look at the clue, put it, process it,
6: spit it out in real time. I mean, it's what's the toughest part for you? Yeah, uh, there's so much going on. I mean, one part that's frustrating is you know so much, and you press the buzzer, and you don't win. And everybody thinks you don't know it as a result, and that's just so frustrating. But you got to focus on the next question and just stay, like, laser-focused on uh, the stuff that's ahead. Okay, give me the question, the clue that is still haunting you. Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Uh, so I bet a lot on a final Jeopardy um, that was in my wheelhouse on uh, the Declaration of Independence. I'm a big American history guy, and I lost uh, thirty-seven thousand dollars on a single question. Uh, so that one, that one still haunts me. Okay, what is the clue? Oh boy, I'm not going to remember it uh, verbatim, but it was asking for the language, the foreign language spoken around. Uh, Philadelphia that was the first language the document was printed in
2: oh okay uh, McLovin went to Dartmouth which uh, Adam from Philadelphia and Ooh. he's from Philadelphia so Ooh.
6: yeah yes McLovin you buzzed in I would guess German
2: no no you have to do it in a... oh my god I'm sorry did it wrong yeah yeah I yeah, just he screwed up
6: he screwed you just screwed up and what's the answer? I, well, if he got it outright, it would have been correct. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> oh my <sorry>. God! <laughs>
5: just cost himself thirty-seven grand right there, Andrew. Yes.
2: Yeah, wow. Right. <laughs> I couldn't even get me yelled. At. I'm
6: smarter than Matt. Look at that. But do you beat yourself up after that? Oh yeah, absolutely. And the tough part is you tape a lot of episodes yep. right in a row, and so I did that. I lost a whole bunch of money, but I still won, which meant fifteen minutes later I just started a new game zero 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 and had to be ready to be at my best.
2: And what people don't understand is, and I'm going to guess you probably do five episodes a day. That's normally what Alex Trebek did. And it is grueling. Not only when I hosted uh, Sports Jeopardy, we did four episodes each day. And it's just like, you do one, take a break, change what you're going to wear. The audience may stay for a couple of uh, shows and then they clear that out. Then you have lunch and then you got to come back. Plus you got to come up with, you know, Fun things to say when you're interviewed, when, you know, the host walks over and goes, "Uh, and our defending champ, Matt Amodio here. So, Matt, and then you're like, what can I say that I, it's 38 consecutive shows. I'm a boring person,
6: so (laughs) I was worried about what I was going to say my first day, and then it just kept going and going and going. I I was really just like asking friends, is there anything interesting left about me? (laughs) Joe.
2: Okay, but Holzhauer is cocky. Jennings is a know-it-all.
6: How would you describe what is Matt (laughs) Amodio? Yeah, so I I tried to have a more uh, laid-back persona than that. Um, So I think they're really, like, intimidating, and they create a barrier between the average person and them. And I think I'm a lot more like the average person. And so I'm trying to convey that.
2: But is there a strategy, though, that Holzhauer tried to dominate you? Yeah. I mean, not you, but he tried to dominate
6: it no, like he would no, talk smack. He, he would also dominate everybody in the audience watching. I could just picture him trying to intimidate. But don't you everybody. want a piece of those guys? Oh, I mean, I would love the opportunity. I'm sure they would wipe the floor with me, but it would be fun. Uh, I, uh, are you sandbagging yeah. here? Maybe a yeah. tiny bit. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it would it would be fun uh, to, to actually see what they're like in Person too, So you have to have a persona on on camera. And I don't know if that's actually like what they are.
2: Now, you go to Yale and you're studying to get your Ph.D. People there's a lot of smart people at Yale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they look at you like do they like you or do they not like you?
6: Well, so they at least don't show that they don't like me. So uh, I don't know what they feel inside. I I can picture there's a lot of like swallowing of envy and jealousy, Uh, but uh, they're at least facially nice to me. Are you a know-it-all? Like when in class? I got a lot of people I've heard from throughout the years saying, if anybody was going to do this, it was obviously going to be you. And uh, I, I think that that was kind of a statement of how I've always been this way.
2: Okay. But how do you prep?
6: Yeah. So I just like having knowledge. So I uh, I gather it all throughout my life. I think, okay, that would be something I can impress somebody by knowing later on. Uh, like a current event now is in the news, but 10 years later, it's going to be a super impressive pull from deep in my memory.
2: But do you not have a social life, Matt? Therefore, you read Wikipedia a lot?
6: No, you see, it, it augments the social life. Uh, it makes for me to have, a, a, I'm a good conversation for the right type of person. Okay.
2: Now we said that you could pick a category by the way what was the toughest category that you had on jeopardy Oh, there's so much uh
6: pop culture celebrity stuff Oh yeah you don't do pop culture i mean i like some tv and movies but they ask about people who i don't know why they're famous uh and i have to know <laughs> who they are they just show their picture and then i don't even know the name of the person when somebody else does it do
2: you know who cardi b
6: is yes um are you sure? Uh, yes. I could identify that that is, in fact, a person. Like, if you just invented a fake name there, I would have uh, identified it. But that that's the last thing I know.
2: Paul, bring in Cardi B. <laughs> do you know who Jennifer Lopez is dating now?
6: Oh, I, I thought you were just going to ask me, do I know who Jennifer Lopez yeah. is? And I was good with that. Yeah. But no, I uh, I, I don't think it's A-Rod,
2: right? Not anymore. It's Ben Affleck. Okay, no, I didn't Yeah, know they're that. back together. Good to know. But I, I, I can give you maybe a, <laughs> a couple hundred points there. All right, here's some baseball. Oh, I love baseball. Okay. Now, if you want to tap out and say, you know, these are a little too tough, then that's okay. Oh, no, that's a challenge. You just
6: took away my opportunity to do that. Welcome to Jeopardy!
2: I'm sorry. Is that... Thank you. Thank you. The New York baseball giants called this their home ballpark from 1891 to 1957.
6: Ooh, I, I don't think you're going to get questions out of me because uh, I'm not forced to. So I'm going to say polo grounds. Okay,
2: polo grounds. What is, so you don't want to do what is?
6: No. I, I barely wanted to do it when I was on the show. <laughs> <you saw. laughs>
2: okay. This major league franchise is the only one to never have played in a World
6: Series. Oh, um, that's Rockies. No, obviously, two thousand seven. Um, I'd be buzzing you, right? I go, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, Pod,
2: Padres were ninety eight. No, I, I don't know. Seattle Mariners. Who are the Seattle Mariners? There you go. The this man is the only one in the six hundred home run club to have never won an MVP.
3: Ooh,
2: um, Griffey. Nope. Not in the 600 club.
6: Okay. Um, Aaron? Aaron. Hank Aaron. He won an MVP. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to name like all of the 600 club pretty soon. Uh, Bonds obviously has a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, Mays has them. This, uh, is, this
2: is a nondescript guy. Yeah. If, if you can...
6: A nondescript no, 600 homer. Yes. Yes. uh Yes. Uh, Pujols no. has them. Yep. Yeah. Um... A-Rod Ruth. I, I can't even name another. I think I got all of them in the six hundred club. You see if Ken Jennings wants to join us, Paulie. <laughs> Holtower is already making his way to the studio.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Jim Tomey
6: Oh my! In my hometown, Cleveland. Cleveland. Jim. Wow, I forgot
2: about that. He hit two grand slams in one inning.
6: Um, that's Tatis. Tatis Junior. Tatis
2: Senior. Right. right. An instrument. Also, the nineteen eighty seven
6: MVP. World Series MVP. And uh, was that Sachs? Oh, <laughs> it's a good cause, answer. Because the Dodgers no. weren't in no. there. Uh, right. So that was like, what, uh, Cardinals twins or something? Um, Correct. So who would be the instrument? I don't know. Uh, Dave Violin. Frank Viola. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Violin.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, Close the door, win awards. This relief pitcher won
6: the Cy Young and MVP in 1984. Ooh, that's got to be Rally Fingers. No. No, 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 no. Uh, Willie um, uh, Hernandez? Willie Hernandez. Yeah. That's good. This manager
2: once smoked a joint with Jimi Hendrix. Uh, probably
6: more of them than admit it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a current manager. Well, that one I have no idea. About. Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. I was, Baker. was thinking maybe Ron Washington. But,
2: uh, <laughs> Ron Washington. <laughs> okay. Uh, family business. Uh, he is an active manager whose father was a manager.
6: Mm, um, well, Tito's father was a player. Uh, so not, uh, not that. Not Francona. Not Francona. Um, so... Coaching in the family. No, I don't got anything. Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. Oh, really? Okay. I knew they played. Yeah, Bob Uh, Boone. Bob Boone. Yeah. Who
2: did he manage? Bob Boone was uh, Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City Royals, I believe so. Uh, Here's your last one. The oldest player to ever hit a home run in a major league game. Hmm. Franco? Yeah, that's great. Julio Franco. Yeah. yeah, You did it.
6: Oh, man. Those are rough. Yeah, they're
2: pretty good. Good how, times, though. How many uh, marriage proposals did you get when you were on Jeopardy?
6: Um, too many to count. Seriously? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I, they're not serious. I. I uh, they weren't. I, I don't think so. Did uh, you
2: follow up on any leads?
6: Uh, no. Um, and so I guess I'm afraid that they might be serious. Otherwise, I would have. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was an unexpected part of the whole celebrity. Yeah.
2: Like. You don't follow celebrities, but you became a celebrity.
6: I know. So now, like, the other version of me in the bizarre world doesn't know who I am. That's tough to wrap your mind around. Wait, explain that. <laughs> right, right. So, like, I'm a celebrity, which means the other version of me who doesn't know celebrities <laughs> doesn't know me. <laughs> Don't show off with the PhD <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's early in the morning. You haven't that. graduated yet with your PhD. That's right, that's right. And, and do I have to call you doctor when that happens? Uh, no, you see, uh, not a not a huge fan of that. I um, think that the doctor should be, like, you know, the the life-saving doctors. Yeah, okay.
2: And And so is Jeopardy! Reached out to get you and Jennings and
6: Holzhauer? No, so uh, I do have a Tournament of Champions upcoming, uh, so so that's going to be my first uh, uh, return Oh, visit. so you have to graduate to Jennings and Holzhauer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, it, it, it's going to, I mean, you have to, like, prove yourself at each step of the way. Could we
2: sponsor you like a NASCAR driver? Could we get like a Dan Patrick Show shirt or something that you could wear? You know,
6: I like that. I don't know exactly what the dress code is. I Mm. think jerseys are acceptable, Uh, like the shirt, the sleeveless (laughs) basketball ones. That would be be good. (laughs) Got to show off the guns. Yeah. Wow.
2: Easy there. You're going to get more marriage proposals there. (laughs) Or fewer. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Matt, congrats. It was, uh, it was great to watch and it was kind of systematic, you know, you were methodical in taking people down, but you did it in such a nice way.
6: I I tried to smile while I was doing it, but I also tried to bring some money ball strategy in as well. Yeah. Do it in a smart way. And did you buy anything? You you made over 1.5 million. No, uh, I, I'm. Frugal, uh, so I I still have like a broken air conditioning in my car, and I was gonna say like you made a lot of money, maybe fix it now. Yeah. But it's winter. I don't need air
2: conditioning. Yeah, no, you in can the wait. Winter. Wait till the spring. Yeah. Wait till the tournament of champions. Yeah, that's
6: right. Yeah. Only if I win enough, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it cost for Yale a semester? at Yale. Uh, well, so PhD students get a oh, small you're... stipend, oh. uh, which, which is nice. Uh, so it it, it I, I don't have to like go. Uh, take a mortgage out. I don't know if you can do mortgages on education, but whatever that would be. I don't have to do it. Do you hate Harvard? No. You see, I, I didn't go here for undergraduate, and I think that a lot of those rivalries are But like you hate it, Michigan. Okay. Uh, my parents both went to Michigan. I went to Ohio State, yeah. and so this is like the the kind of. Uh, um, Do you tris- hate your parents? <laughs> no, this is like the Romeo and Juliet situation where uh, like you're supposed to hate it, but you just don't.
2: Mm.
6: How about that, Sha- that ca- Shakespeare sports analogy? You don't get those. Capulets?
2: A lot. Is that is that involved in this?
6: Yeah, uh, I I don't know which one I would be. I pictured myself more as the Romeo, but but that's okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, it's great to see you. Thank you for stopping in. Good luck at Yale, and um, and good luck with the
6: tournament champions. Thank you so much. This is such fun.
2: That's uh, Matt Amodio. He's smarter than you are. 38 consecutive wins, won over $1.5 million on Jeopardy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me,
3: Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk, featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, We've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express, employment, professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good
1: luck. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
5: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it
1: justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
2: McLovin, update the poll results. Final hour.
1: Okay, which job would you rather have, USC
5: or Jacksonville? They went in strong. <laughs> <laughs> USC, now it's up to 74%. Uh I still wanna throw up for Big Poppy if you uh if you could have one Boston sports career, I I think this side of the glass wants Big Poppy. Pretty awesome to uh give that franchise a title.
2: Wait, so I can have Larry Bird's career, Big Poppy's career,
5: uh, Tom Brady's career. Tom Brady, but you uh, you have to stay in Boston. You can't leave that bubble. You have to walk around the streets well, of Boston.
2: It is a Red Sox town. David Ortiz, M L B on Fox Analyst, three time World Series champ, and uh he joins us on the program courtesy of uh, T-Mobile. We'll get to that sponsorship in a moment. Would you take your career over Tom Brady's Big Poppy?
7: <laughs> Why should I? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I know. I'm just curious. Like, you know, it's a Red Sox town.
7: No, man. Tom is, uh, I'm a big fan of Tom. I'm a really good friend with him, of him, and um He's uh he's something special, man. I mean, he's he's, he's someone that uh, we all love, even if uh, um, going to Tampa, moving to Tampa. I mean, him and uh, in the Patriots, you got the reason, but I'm always gonna be a big fan of him, and I love that guy as my man.
2: How do you think you do as a football player? I'd be a badass, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing you didn't play football growing up.
7: No, because in the Dominican we don't we don't really have football. Football has became to be uh, in a an sport that uh, we 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 really have in uh, every the Dominican uh, guys that we can to be football players, They basically are either born and raised in in, in America coming from Dominican family or they come as an early born into the country and 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 the as a baseball player. We don't we don't have that sport in the Dominican, not yet.
2: Um what did you say from your World Series champion teams?
7: Man, I mean we we, we had the opportunity to have really good uh, chemistry, really good players that I develop and because winning a world series man is, is so complicated like it's this but like your the, uniform
2: the did you keep uniform or bat or lineup or any memorabilia from those uh, world series teams
7: oh yeah i have, i have tons of memorabilia i just i just don't know where they are but they are somewhere in <laughs> <at> my house <laughs> did,
2: do you have anything in the hall of fame
7: i think i do i think i do i think i have something out there I always was asked for things to uh, bring them over, so I'm pretty sure I got some some, some immorality out there.
2: It must be nice that you have so much stuff that you can't remember where it is, Poppy.
7: It is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I bump into things sometimes in my house <laughs> that I be like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's crazy.
2: Um, you know, when you watch the World Series, what, what is it about moments that you see guys like yourself <clears> – <throat> like they just become different when it comes to playoffs and World Series. What is it about the moment?
7: Well, you know, time have changed. Uh, we, I mean, if, if you don't upgrade yourself to the time, if you, if, you, if you don't adjust yourself to the time, you, you will definitely be left behind, you know? And, and, and watching this kid nowadays, the talent, the performance, you know, like the other day, um uh, uh during the show, I realized that for example, a guy like Altube, who have played, who haven't, I mean, he had been in the playoff. I mean, quite a bit. But when you compare a guy like Kaltube's the time that he had played in the playoff to a guy like Deregida, you'll be like, man, Teregida definitely played more. Have, I mean, he ended up playing more thing, October, but Artuba already matched his number and probably went over his numbers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's something that is very impressive, you know what I'm saying? I realized that Artuba had 20 home runs in the playoffs the the day, and I was like, wait a minute, 20 home runs? Crazy. You know what it takes to hit 20 home runs in the playoff? You know what I'm saying? So, it's enjoyable. It's something that it's enjoyable. It's something that I it's, 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 it's I, I enjoy watching it. It's something that uh, uh, the fans are enjoying it. And I'm pretty sure uh, uh, we're going to continue, uh, uh, you know, just – I'm I'm having so much fun uh, watching it.
2: If you could uh, pitch to one of the two, Jeter or Altuve, game on the line, you got to pitch to one of them. I had to pitch to one of them. Yep. Game's on the line.
7: Man, you put him in the spot. To be honest with you, because Jitter was special. But Arturo also is with power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, Jitter, Jitter can come through with a hit at any time, but Arturo can hurt you even more because he can take you deep. Guy got power. You know, he's it's a, it's a small guy, but. He has incredible power, and and, and, and and it's something that goes a long way.
2: You know, I know that you were around when Schilling had his injury, but there's Charlie Morton on the mound with a broken leg last night, still pitching yeah, so right. and striking out Altuve. I mean, that that's a 100-mile-an-hour a liner coming back to, to break his leg and still being able to pitch. He, he wanted to stay in. I mean, pretty incredible.
7: That was impressive that was impressive and that tells you how much uh, guys want to be able to uh, provide for the ball club you know what i'm saying i mean the guy he he, he seems like his leg was broken the the inning before and then he still come out there and try to continue competing more than i mean more than he's a trooper though yeah he, he, he he's the type of guy that, that i mean the history behind him his accomplishment i, I mean are incredible it to me he's one of the best pitcher in the game and and i feel really bad for him because you know I, I mean i know how to feel to go to the world series you wanna you wanna just give everything you have left in the tank to be able to win so um, I'm, I'm i can't imagine how he feels today
2: he's uh david ortiz mlb on fox analyst was it Kevin Millar who put the ketchup on Kurt Schilling's sock? Or was it uh, Johnny Damon? Who Tell us now, uh, you know, because I, I thought Millar would be the guy to put ketchup on Schilling's sock. So you can tell us now, David.
7: Uh, honestly, you know, when I heard people talking about that, uh, it is it made me laugh, uh, to be honest, because accidentally I walk into the training room when the doctor, the teen doctor, was performing that little surgery, I call it little surgery because it was in the training room, but obviously I saw him that he was caught up and down there. Accidentally, I walk into the training room to get some tape, because I, I used to wear tape on my wrist. Uh, we had a we had a workout day that day at Yankee Stadium. And accidentally I walk in and when I saw everybody like, on the one table, I was like, what is going on here? And then I went and looked and I was like, oh, shoot, what's going on here? They're, they're performing a surgery right here in the <laughs> training room. It blew my mind because I never thought I was going to bump into something like that <laughs> in the training room. So I, right away in my mind, I'm like, oh, damn, we're done. Because you're talking about one of our prime starter basically with ankle caught up and so in my mind i'm thinking he's not gonna be able to pitch yeah and then a couple of days later the guy is dealing in the mount on the mount so i i I heard all the story about catcher, this and that blah 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 and i'm like I saw that with my own eyes when he got that surgery like like what, what is people talking about you know what I say so uh so it's it's hard to believe that that was blood but I saw it that's that's the thing I saw it like if, if put it this way if I was in the team and I never walk into the room I'd be like whatever yeah I don't know I mean who 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 in the hell is going to be out there performing with after after somebody practiced a surgery and but I saw it like I was a witness. So <laughs> it was crazy. It was something crazy.
2: Uh, baseball fans can text road trip to five nine five nine five nine and be entered for a chance to win. Pair of tickets to all thirty MLB stadiums next season. Brand new R V to get you there. And you
7: gotta see the R V, man. Is I it, saw it. Is it all tricked down? It's out? super nice. It's super nice. T-Mobile has made an incredible job with that RB. I mean, I don't, I'm not a road guy. I mean, uh, it's hard for me to stay on the road for more than a couple of hours, but I will take my chances on, on that RB, to be honest. With you. <laughs> it's very comfortable. So
2: uh, t mobiles giving given you a chance to win everything you need for the road trip of a lifetime. What's the wildest car you ever had? Like, when you showed up,
7: everybody knew you were there. Probably a Lamborghini. What color? My first one was uh, yellow.
2: Your first Lamborghini was a yellow one. Yes. What was the second <laughs> one? White. Oh, okay. Do you ever get it up to one hundred and twenty?
7: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. In Dominican, you can take a, the bus you want. <laughs> I I I
2: didn't mean to not offend hit, not, you. That it was only one twenty there, Poppy.
7: <laughs> <laughs> not in the state, man. Not in the state, but in Dominican, you can hit as much as you want. But you know, like we have this one highway in the Dominican where it's uh it's like a straight up. There's not traffic. There's not much traffic. That was what I used to. do. Go and test drive my car, but yeah, man, you know, I mean, that's what you get it for. I mean, <laughs> to, to, to know what's what's happening, what time it is.
2: Uh, how fast did you get it up to? 200. 200?
7: Yeah. For about five minutes. Okay. Maybe less than five minutes. <laughs>
2: well, was anybody in the car with you?
7: Uh, yeah, a friend of mine. He almost uh, shit himself. <laughs> 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 no, but... Of course you he know, did. In but... your younger days, you do that kind of stupidity. I don't do it anymore, <laughs> man. I'm too old for
2: that. It wasn't Manny Ramirez who was sitting there with you, was it?
7: No, 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 no. No, Manny. Manny wouldn't allow me to. Manny, <laughs> Manny like, like the slow ride. <laughs>
2: How do you think this series plays
7: out? It's gonna be very. It's gonna be very interesting to uh, to see the end of this uh, series because pretty much both things have pretty much exactly the same uh, talent. You know, last night Atlanta basically take advantage of Houston. It seems like to me. I feel like even the fans give up after the first or second inning, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. they saw that Valdez was giving it up, everybody like kind of not the player, but the fans. I never had seen anything like that before. It is like they quit, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a minute, this place is very loud. Yeah. And it just got shut down from the very beginning of the game. So Atlanta take advantage of that and they end up winning the game. But this going to be a long series. I'm I'm pretty sure you know because uh, uh, Houston they know how to fight back they the Houston is the type of team that they it seems like when, once they have the the foot on the, uh, on the throttle you know that's when they kind of like start pulling their breath out of it. so well let's, I, I, I let's see
2: let's see if they can get their foot on the Lamborghini pedal and get it up to 200 miles an hour so.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: by the way text road trip. Five nine to five nine five nine five nine and your chance to win what Big Poppy was talking about. The contest runs through November third, T Mobile. The five uh, G network covers the most interstate miles. So this World Series T Mobile giving you a chance to win everything you need for the road trip of a lifetime. David, great to talk to you again. Have fun during the postseason and uh thanks for sharing. All
7: right, Dan, take it easy, man. Thank I you, buddy. Appreciate it. That's uh, Big Bye. Poppy.
1: 18 plus.